Hey, my fellow founders, today I'm excited to bring to you Dr. Chow BMB. This guy is world renowned for teaching entrepreneurs how to be able to scale to multiple six figure income without outlaying hardly any cash at all. Go ahead and join us for today's episode. Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the Founder Podcast. Today, I am joined by a special guest, Dr. Chow BNB. So, Dr. Chow, welcome to the stage, my friend. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super, super grateful. Thank you so much, Chris. I love, I love his energy. I love the audience here. So let's rock and roll. Let's go. So, so Dr. Chow's background, he is a real estate guru. He teaches people how to create passive income without owning any real estate. It's pretty phenomenal. He has uh, a background. So the reason why he is a doctor, he's actually uh, previously to becoming an entrepreneur, he was a pharmacist. And, uh, and as a pharmacist, he got his MBA and, and got really educated and then decided to take a deep dive into the world of entrepreneurship and where he has built a Airbnb portfolio, has been able to educate thousands of entrepreneurs. He's been featured on stages with Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone's podcast. He has educated thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs throughout the world in the world of real estate. So super excited to have you and talk about all the different things you got going on. So right now, Dr. Chow, what is pushing and motivating and got you excited about life? Oh man, we just finished a three-day live event, my own event, and where I see literally everyday people transform their lives. We were able to help them get absolute financial freedom within months. What will take decades is we can do it in months now. We even have people who've been in real estate broker for like 30 years who doesn't even know the strategy that I'm about to share with you. And they are killing it now. So and after 30 years in real estate, they still have not got financial freedom. With this strategy, with this model, we're able to help everyday regular people like drug drivers, stay-at-home mom, making six-figure income, uh, almost passive income and travel around the world and live a life of their dreams. So that's really got me the juice is to work oh, baby. help a lot of people get their freedom, my friend, because I, I'm good. My family's good, but it's not about me. It's about you. It's about leaving a legacy and uh, helping people achieve their legacy. I, I don't know. That, that sounds like a pretty, pretty big, bold claim, pretty big promise. So I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to uh, know a little bit more about what you're teaching, what you're building. So me personally, Dr. Chow, I, I love real estate. I, I have been an investor in real estate for, for a very long time. I uh, started investing in my first uh, uh, piece of real estate 16 years ago and since have built you know, hundreds of doors of multifamily real estate, similar to to Grant Cardone. I also have uh, quite a bit of uh, commercial real estate, and I also am involved in the short term real estate uh, world in in high end, uh, you know, unique properties in the Airbnb space. I have a, a really cool waterfall property in in Hawaii that uh, I actually host masterminds at, which uh, is is pretty awesome. But I'm interested to know. Uh, you know, some of these tips and tricks, because, you know, the, the claim that, you know, the average mom can go and make six figures in, in real estate, you know, that's, it's a pretty big, bold one. So, so tell us, tell us some of the strategies and, and things, because, you know, my audience is excited. We lo- we love, 
we love making money. We're founders. We love doing it in all different ways. So, so tell us, tell us some of these, these tips and tricks that uh, you're teaching your people to go and build that six figure uh, real estate portfolio. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and can I share that through my story? Real quick story. Absolutely. Sure. Your audience don't know who the hell is Dr. Chow anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So obviously you got, you got a background, you know, yeah. some, some people, it's, it's easy to Google you and see you're all over, you know, you got, you got great pictures with all kinds of celebrities and whatnot, but yeah, give us a little bit of your background. Yes, please. So I was immigrant uh, from a third world country. When we came to America, my mom, my dad, and my sister and I had to sleep on one mattress in the worst neighborhood possible in the ghetto. And uh, we didn't even know any English. Imagine us grew up in the South where we know any English, didn't know anybody, and we had to do everything we can just to put food on the table. So I grew up as a 10 years old boy to America, seeing my parents struggle, depressed, crying themselves to sleep every night and had to work manual labor, like dry cleaner, cleaning dirty clothes. Uh, where did uh, where did your family where where did your family immigrate from? Uh, Vietnam, and then uh, awesome, to, yeah, awesome, South Carolina. But uh, anyway, I love the people of the South. However, it was a culture shock. You know, the whole world is different. So my mom and dad had to, uh, you know, go to work in a dry cleaner, cut and burn themselves each and every day, cleaning dirty clothes just to put food on the table. And uh, and I remember my mom was just crying all the time. And I remember I looking up at her and said. Mom, one day I will take care of you. I will retire you. You don't have to worry about a thing. I'll take care of you. And she's like, that's cute, son. But, you know, <laughs> but anyway. So anyway, so I grew up and I thought the way to get financial freedom, the American dream is why go to school, get a good grade, become a doctor, lawyer, top engineer, climb the corporate Absolutely. ladder, and then you made it, right? So I was sold that. And then I worked my butt off to get there. And it wasn't all glory and all of that. For the next like decade of my life after high school, uh, you know, I was depressed, suicidal, high school, all of that. But I got over mm. that. And thank God, because Jesus Christ, my savior, and that's not a story, but I just want to give all the credit to him right now. However, when I go to the uh, school, college, you know, I survive off of the dollar menu, a little Caesar pizza. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous what I had to go through for 10 years yep. of, of college, basically. And uh, when I got my doctorate in pharmacy, got my MBA, master in business administration as well. And I climbed the corporate ladder. I became one of the top pharmacists for a Fortune 5 company. And, uh, and I thought I made it. And I was like, yes, mom, I got the white coat. I got everything. Now I can take care of you. Next thing I know, right. Chris, they gave me more work to do. They cut my tech, my help hours by half. They uh, gave me more KPIs and all that. And I was like, man, is this, is this really the American dream? I, you know, for rewarding Instead of rewarding me more freedom, they give me a lot more stricter work because they know they can suck the blood out of me. And I was like, it's got to be a better way, right? And from then on, I did entrepreneurship all the time. I did everything you can think of, MBA, Amazon, dropshipping, uh, MLM, you know. All the, all the hustles. All the hustles. All the side hustles. <laughs> Any, anything to make a buck, man. Yeah. We, we've all been there. Right? They get, we get pitched that MLM or, you know, we got to dropship or take some certain course or whatever. Yeah, we, we've, we've all been there. So it's, it's awesome to know that you're cut from the same cloth, that you've yes. gotten through the hustle. Absolutely. Love like that. day trading, crypto, man, I've done it all. Like you never have ever done it, okay? <laughs> Drug dealing, no, I'm not going there. But anyway, so well, you were a pharmacist, a so pharmacist. That, that was true. Yeah, yeah. I'm a legalized drug dealer. So. <laughs> but but anyway, what I found is a lot of these businesses, man, they they make it like so easy, but it's not. 
you know, like drop right. shipping, MLM, all that's a full time job, overtime job, just to make a job living like five, 10K a month. Like, it's a job, like, there's no freedom, you know what I'm saying? And right. then if I was trying to get into multifamily, doing the long term real estate buy and hold strategy, which I did. I bought a house. I was like, yes, I made like every month, I make like 300 bucks. I'm like, yes, I want to make 10K a month. How, how many houses do I need? 33 houses. At this pace, how long will it take me? It took me three houses to buy the first one. So it's going to take me 100 years to buy 33 houses to make 10K a month. Let's go. Uh, wait a minute. How am I going to retire myself, my family? I take care of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and multifamily too. I own a thousand units. I'm, I'm only making like 5K a month. <laughs> like, doesn't make any sense. So, anyway, cash flow is king. Cash flow is freedom. That's what I've finally figure out and at one of these um, amazing events, I met somebody share me with me an idea an epiphany that changed my life what if you don't have to own the property to make money from it question mm. does Airbnb own any property no right does Uber own in any cars now they do but they don't need to right so right. The, 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 the epiphany is you don't have to own anything you want to control everything Absolutely. So if we can control a property with first month rent, first month deposit with a sublet clause, maximum 10K to control a property instead of investing hundreds of thousands of dollars to acquire the property, waiting years and years to save that up and also to rehab and all of that. Why not? For the one property that I buy, I can do 10 of these. We call them arbitrage, where we simply rent our vacant home. We furnish them. We have a sublet clause where we can re-rent out to companies for double the market rent and we make the difference and that is how i'm able to scale super fast within a couple of years after that retire me retire my mom travel around the world the past five years my life has been like crazy man like every single weekend i'm going somewhere cool somewhere fun awesome. take care of my mom and dad and now helping hundreds and hundreds of people just like you getting this financial freedom so let's uh, let's get a little controversial right here. All right, so we'll we'll, we'll dive into this a little bit. So obviously, you know, the strategy of renting vacant homes and furnishing them, you know, has great arbitrage when the market's working right. Mm -hmm. What do you say to the naysayers that are like, "Hey, man, that's that's great, but you know, what happened to you during COVID?" Because frankly, yes. I owned I owned several different Airbnbs that you know for the first two or three months of COVID, every single yep. one of my one of my bookings canceled. And for the average mom that's got leveraged 10 different Airbnbs where she's got to make a rent payment and then every single one cancels for for three months. I mean, what what do you what do you say to those people that, you know, that are like, hey, you know, that's great that this works for you and you can educate people. Like what what do you say to those people? Absolutely. Great question. So that's why I call my court my my mentorship corporate housing arbitrage, not Airbnb arbitrage. Why? Corporate housing are midterm stay, not short term. The average stay is three months to six months. We have corporate professionals that are paid by companies, corporations. A lot of time they pay upfront. And then we also have insurance clients where families go through a disaster, blood, yes. blood hurricane, fire. The insurance pay, they pay very well, double, triple the market rent sometimes, but double the market rent. And that's how we make our living. And that's how I got through the COVID because like many of you, I have vacation rental, but right. I was very blessed and lucky to see that I don't want to deal with vacationer who trash and 
uh, the place. I have like 20 something uh, Airbnb at a time. I'm like every every weekend I'm dealing with 23 different families. I don't want that. It's no fun. It's not a job. Like the question to ask in business is not what kind of business you're in. The question to ask is who is the ideal clients I want to serve? My ideal yep. clients are corporate professionals, insurance professional. They pay, they got the money, they got the resources, and they have three to six months booking at premium pricing. That's the difference. So that's how I was able to survive COVID very well. Wow, the biggest company in Airbnb vacation rental, even a thousand units had to go bankrupt within a month. So awesome. Awesome. So so let's let's walk through a situation, right? Like so you got a somebody that's that's struggling in a nine to five, they can barely pay. They could barely pay their bills, right? Like Biden economics have bit them hard in the butt over the over the last over the last year. Inflation's through the roof. Food costs are up two to three times. Mm-hmm. All these different things. They stumble across your program and they're like, "Hey, I want some financial freedom, but I could barely afford to live paycheck to paycheck." What guidance are you giving to that person to get out of the rat race and start going down down uh, that life of of uh, financial freedom or time freedom? Great question. So we have the financial freedom formula, one to two properties, one to two arbitrage a month and set you free. So with arbitrage, Chris, all you need is first month rent, first month deposit and furnitures, which you can even rent, right? So the entry to it is not that much, depending on where you are at in the nation, anywhere from 10000 to $20,000. If you're in like Texas, like 10000 to get one started. If you're in like California, you need like 20000 to get one started, including all the furniture and everything, you know? Um, so, and then you make like 2000 to 3000 a month in passive income right away, you know, in semi-passive income. So Love that. what does this mean? This means that in six months, you usually make your money back maximum right. one year. So the return on investment, your ROI is 100% minimum to 200%. A year, and, and you know that's that's great for guys like you and me, Doctor Chong. But like for for the average American, the average American doesn't have ten thousand dollars just sitting there, right? Like they yeah. they are fully invested to the hilt into their bills and their mortgage and everything else. And if they do have an investment, it's tied up in a four hundred one k that they can't have access to. So. So how does the average American access $10,000? What advice do you have yeah, to them? Absolutely. Is it max out a credit card? Is it go and beg and get to get a 12, no, no. 12% hard okay. money loan? What, what, what kind of direction are you giving right. that person? So, so first of all, it's never a question of resources, the question of resourcefulness. Okay. That's right. And number one thing is mindset. So if you are in a situation where you, you are paycheck to paycheck, you don't even have $10,000 to invest in your own business, you really got to fix your mindset, buddy. I got to be honest with you, right? So mindset is number one. And what does that mean? That means focus, state, physiology, all of that. Look Tony Robbins up. He's the number one king of mindset. Fix your mindset. And then you get the skill set. And then you get the connection. Okay? So, and then I have the connections for the business loan. Like my partner in-house, he can get you a lot of credit funding. As long as your credit is good, you can get up to $200,000 you can play with, right? Uh, invest with, I mean. So that's how you overcome that. And also ask yourself different questions as well, right? How can I leverage this? How can I partner up with somebody? Maybe you have the time, no money, partner up with somebody in my community all the time. This happens all the time. 
my community have a lot of multi-millionaires, uh, doctors, lawyers, they don't have the time, but they have a ton of money. Point up, 50-50, boom, done. If you have landlord who have uh, Airbnb, traditional Airbnb, is not renting out, not performing, call them up. Hey, why don't we partner up? I do this, take care of everything for you. You just let me leverage your house, 50-50. Boom, you see, no money in. Uh, or you can manage it for somebody. I love it. I love it. I, I think I think you bring up a phenomenal point. So often, human beings, non-entrepreneurs, or people that want to be entrepreneurs, we are limited by these beliefs that we've created that we have to have all of the resources in order to be able to go and be successful. Right? The the old adage that it takes money to to make money. But the reality is, is there's tons of resources if we will just get resourceful, like you, like you explained, mm-hmm. and and the fact of leverage, right? Like there's so much leverage that can be created by people that are willing to go out and take the action, take the risk, and because I mean, there's a lot of people that are just sitting on these resources that have no idea that these opportunities even exist, and if they did know, they would be willing to lend you, they would be willing to partner with you if you can go out and get the knowledge. And so I love the fact that you're you're focusing on that because this is this is so true in every area of entrepreneurship. If we can just become educated and be be willing to be the risk taker, there are people out there that are willing to fund that, that are willing to partner with you, that are willing to be willing to buy into your level of confidence because you're willing to go out and take the risk and, and you have the knowledge in order to go out and make the, the, uh, the money. So I appreciate that. Um, what are, what are some things outside of business that, that gets you just excited and juiced? Obviously you're juiced about what you got going on with educating. And I think you're changing the world. What are, what are some other, other things that just really motivate you outside of business? Outside business, definitely mindset. <laughs> yeah. Personal developments. I'm a Tony Robbins Platinum partner with that. What I mean is I get to go his home, get level up with the best, like, you know, 150K a year to be a part of that. I want to grant Cardone uh, Elite, like $100,000 a year. So I invest in myself continuously, always learning from multi billionaires. I played uh, chess with Sir Richard Branson before at his home. I have his number. I mean, you know, so I, that's what really got me the juice is to leveling up. Uh, associated with amazing entrepreneurs and also making impact into the world. Uh, so the conversations at the dinner table now is not what can I get, what can I get, what can now is how can I serve, how can I give. I donate a lot to the Team Tebow Foundation. We save a lot of sex trafficking uh, girls yeah. and boys as well. Uh, highly recommend awesome. that foundation. Also, uh, Tony Robbins also support Marici M R M A R I C I Foundation for a similar. Foundation as well to save kids from sex trafficking. So you know, kids. I love that our, our future, and that's what I'm really passionate about. And uh, also, I want to uh, you know help changing the, the world, in especially in the third world country, right? Where you know we're talking about resources. I mean, honestly, I don't know how anybody could not make it in America. Like, right. <laughs> if you don't make it in America, um, I don't know what to say. Right. Honestly, like, uh, if people complain and all. Uh, Anything, if I hear any complaint in America and you're American and you have illegal, legal Americans, I say go move to a third world country and uh, stay there as long as you can until you're not going to complain about America anymore. <laughs> the more you complain, the more you should stay over there. <laughs> but I, I agree. I agree. I, I always say, man, if 
if you don't have gratitude for what you have, yeah, go and travel a little bit. Go and see the world. Go see what other people are experiencing. And you're going to quickly realize that that hot water, that yard, that, you know, just like the easy access that we have to resources, to education here in the U.S. is beyond beyond anything. So you, you brought up something that I, I'd like to focus on. So you talked about personal development and the fact that you're spending you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on these top tier, on, on these top tier people, right? Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone and whatnot. Obviously you don't just get to a point where you just jump into that, right? Like it's, it's not like one day, Oh, I'm going to go and spend $150,000. Walk us through like those first early stages, uh, stages of making, of making that, uh, risk of taking of investing in yourself like what was it that you first started down the path of personal development great question great question yes to me it's investing right um so that investing you get an, an all i return back so my first mentor outside after i graduated pharmacy and all that he was a mindset mentor and mm. he offered me a one-on-one -on -one coaching for 10k uh, which back then now is like 20, 30K now, you know, in the, with inflation. So I was like, man, 10K. Keep in mind, at this point, I already invested about half a million dollars into getting my degree. Right. Pharmacy, MBA, getting a degree, eight years of school, 10 years of school. That was about half, which, a, half a million Which dollars. the world has normalized, right? Yeah. Like the world has made it like easy, accessible to, to uh, finance education. And they're like, yes. everybody does it. Go spend a hundred to $500,000 in right. traditional education. That's not considered outside the norm, but to go and spend even $10,000 on a mindset coach, that is considered crazy. crazy. Like, why would you do that? Why, why would you and, do and that? So, so how did you overcome that mentality? Exactly. So I was like, hmm, this guy's a multi-millionaire. He's traveling the world. He's changing people's lives. And look at me. And I look at my professor. He's making 100K a year, frustrated for <laughs> now. I'm looking at my mentor in the doctor. All my doctors, friends, and mentor who 30 years ahead of me are all burned out, frustrated, complaining all the time. Huh, who should I listen to? The other guy. Oh, it's a lot of money, 10K. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. But I look at my tuition, I'm like, holy God, that's a drop in the bucket. What am I thinking? Let me just take that leap of faith, put that risk in, boom. You know what happened? One year later, my mindset, everything completely shifted. It didn't shift overnight. But a year later, I found myself to be in a much better place. And then another year later, because of the, the investment I did in that one year, my second year, I found an opportunity with Airbnb and everything like that. Boom, got my freedom. So what That's is awesome. your freedom worth? What is your freedom worth? Is it 10K? Is it a million? Is it a billion? To me, it's priceless. Right. And so you, you talked about uh, Tony Robbins and, and uh, Grant Cardone and these programs. What are some other things that you've invested over the years to help get you into the point that you're at today where you have this financial freedom, you have this personal development, you've, you've developed spiritually, emotionally, everything. Like what are, what are some other um, steps along the way that you've invested in? Uh, yes, absolutely. So I will fly to every weekend, pretty much to all the seminars, all the conferences, networking, mastermind, you know, all you are, who you are is the average of the five people you surround yourself with. If you found that you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Okay. <laughs> and that's how we met connected with Chris. We, because I continue to put myself out there. I continue, you know, invested 
in other people. Collaboration is new currency, right? Not competition. So how can we That's collaborate? Right. How can we help each other? How can we grow? I want to share something real quick. The amateur is somebody who during a negotiation, during a partnership, they want to haggle you all the time. What can I take from you? What can I take? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do you over, do you over. That's the amateur, man. That guy. They want to win. They only want to be the winner. They, yeah. Yes, sir. So the average person is going to want 50-50. Everything is fair, 50-50. But the pro, man, the pro, they're going to want you to have more. And they want you to have more first before they ever get, eat their share. That's the pro, my friend. And that's how I developed a relationship with Grand Cardone. Let me tell you a funny, funny story. So first, first event I ever met him, I invested $25,000 to hang out on a yacht with him. Where most people invested five hundred dollars to check him out, but I dropped twenty five k. That's got him in his attention, right? If you can um, get your way in, then buy your way in, right? The second thing is we play poker, and and he's like he's gonna cream me, right? Because he he's like he's his grand cardone. I never played really play poker, but for <laughs> luck or whatever, I won twelve thousand dollars from him. Guess what I did with that twelve thousand? You know, I donated right back donation. That's awesome. Yeah, I donate his his foundation to help the kids, and boom, that's how you form relationship. That's how you form friendship, and that's how I got to do a podcast with him. That's how all the community know about me and everything. So, man, I yeah, I, I've always found to your point that there's essentially two ways in which you can build a relationship. One, you either got to invest time, mm-hmm. right? You either got to serve them or provide them a ton of value through, through a lot of time, or you can buy your way. And, and, and that's, you know, one of the the things that I think a lot of the lower middle class just doesn't understand is that if they would just be smarter with their money and buy their way into relationships, into the rooms, into the opportunities, yes, then more opportunities would present themselves over and over and over again. Instead the 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 lower in the middle class is over over consuming right they can't get over their own ego they got to have when they think that they deserve the new car they get the car right away when they think they deserve the new house they get the house right away instead of consistently and overly investing in themselves right the the number one investment of the wealthy is in themselves yeah and then it's in their assets and then they buy the luxuries and, and those type of things. But those are like third or fourth down right. the list, way, way past themselves, their family and, and whatnot. So Absolutely. Um, what are what are what are some ways that, uh, you know, outside of outside of investing in yourself, you, you talked about your focus and your spirituality that, that you believe is, is Jesus Christ, is your savior. Mm-hmm. Has, has that been a has that been always the case or has that been something that you've you picked up along the way. I definitely got picked up along the way. But before we move on to that, I want to share a couple of things. So I have a Warren Buffett right here and that he echo what you said. The number one investment is in yourself from the greatest investor of all time. And the second investment I say from what I study uh, is in other people. Okay, that's just number two. And number three will be your business. Number four will be like real estate or whatever. And the biggest right. hack that people don't know is if you can trade these dirty people right here, you can trade this dirty paper right here for that can pull you time money forward 10 times, 100 times faster. Then that's the biggest hack that the school never, like the school is not really teaching you that. Nobody really teaching you that. That's the biggest hack, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So spirituality, yes. 
Praise God. I was actually, I was a uh, Buddhist all my life, uh, worship ancestor. And everything you've seen in Mulan was very kind of true. <laughs> we worship our ancestor. We talk to our ancestor and all of that. Um, so, however, I was depressed. I was suicidal in high school and all of that. And I never found my why, my purpose, until I met a friend who invited me to church, who challenged me to read the Bible. I was like, how you know it's, it's true? It's probably all BS. Uh, some guy wrote it 2,000 years ago. And he's like, I challenge you. If you read the Bible after a year, you know, read, read it all. And then you tell me, tell me, show it to me. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to show you. I'm going to read the Bible. I love a challenge. I'm going to win. All right, I'm going to read the Bible every day. Huh, he got me. Okay. So I read the Bible every day. After like six months, I finished the New Testament. I believe I go to church. I didn't see anything like really bad, anything like that. Like that. So I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And then after a year, I felt the calling. I went baptized in the ocean. So it was amazing. Uh, the best day in my life. I literally remember it to this day. I came up out of the water. I felt like I'm on cloud like 900. Like <laughs> I was awesome. like just just hallelujah. The whole the whole day in the ocean, there was storms, there were thunders. I didn't care. I had a blast. So from then on, I was 19. Um, I got my life together. I, I did all of that. But then when, in college, I got a bunch of temptation. So, I, you know, drugs, did that, all, all that stuff. So not good. I fell back. So basically every time I, I get out of my relationship with God, my life go down. Every time I come back to God, my life go up. So that's just a testimony need to anybody who thinking about it, commit your life to Christ. It changed my life. It changed many people I know. And I know it will change your life as well. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. What ways, so obviously, you know, you've, you've experienced a lot of financial success. You've experienced success with, with Christ as your savior and your spirituality and, and these. So one, one thing that I've found that uh, I have to do as an entrepreneur that's constantly trying to develop is like, I, I look for ways that make me uncomfortable, that push me, that drive me. Yes. What, what are, what's pushing and driving you right now? Or what ways are you finding challenges to get uncomfortable? Because I think, you, you know, one of the biggest secrets to being an entrepreneur is you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. So what ways are, are you pushing yourself to being uncomfortable right now? Love that question. That is the key secret right there. Everybody asks for the secret, the secret. Yes, the secret is to be uncomfortable as your new norm. Okay. Okay. So how do I do that? Take cold shower in the morning. You know, if I don't like to do something, I just do it right away. Get it done over with. Right. Um, if I want to, you know, like push up, you know, do the power one more and like my let do one more, man. You know, if I don't feel like doing something, that's mean I really got to do it. So I just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. And then travel. So what are what are some what are some of those things that are like really hard for you right now that you're pushing through, like because I mean you share you shared great examples of like things that you're you're doing, but like what what other ways are like man I that really is that's hard for me, but I am I'm pushing through and making it happen. Right, right, right. So uh, what's hard for me now is managing my schedule with all my shows podcast and also taking care of my mom who has 12 years cancer survivor i forgot to share that story so you know 12 years cancer terminal cancer they said two months left to live and now it's 12 years later she's still alive and living wow. with me right now praise god Congratulations. day um that she it's a miracle that she survived and she's a living miracle every single day 
So as my challenge like really right now is how do I balance taking care of her, taking care of my family while growing my business and growing my spiritual side. So there's a lot of plates going on right now. So I pray every single day. Um, you know, I, I get out of my comfort zone by, by studying and also get out of my comfort zone by helping somebody else. Even though I don't have, I, you know, even though my time is limited, not that I don't have the time, my time is limited, right? But I want to be uncomfortable to really give, really give. Like at the events, most events can just end at 4 or 5 p.m. No, man, I went on to like 10 p.m. and wake up the next day at 7, uh, like, like started at 8 a.m. So I wake up at 7 a.m. and do it all over again. And I bought them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Why? Because I want, that's how you get to grow a community. That's how to know. That's how you can serve. You know, and I skip lunches many times just to help somebody to overcome their challenges. Right. So it's not about me anymore. It's about how can I give and how I can balance that with what I have. Right. So what, what would you say some of your best practices are that, uh, that really help for balancing? Cause you, you talk about balancing your life, balancing in between the busy schedule, you've got all kinds of different things. Yes. Um, what are, what are some, what are some of your ways that you create that balance Great in, in your life? Outside? Yeah. Great question. So it's actually not a question of balance. It's a question of how can I integrate my life, my business, my family, all into together. So we work all yes. we work together, right? Integration yeah. is the answer. So how do you integrate? So when I go travel, you know, I would bring my family if I can, when I can, right? Show them, have fun with them, uh, stay there for another day, you know? And when I, when I serve, then I, I serve with an abundance heart, right? But I also have, you know, I also have business plan in place to know the outcome of the event, the KPI and everything like that, to know that my time is invested in the right people in the right places as well. So there's just, there's just a lot of things, but a, a question is shifting the mentality of how can I integrate everything together? And for example, if you don't like to do something, you don't like to make phone calls, follow up. Well, but you like to go hiking or you like to go to the beach, then why don't you go to the beach? Make phone calls there, man. It's a beautiful view. It's great. Go hiking. Hallelujah. Make the phone call, whatever, following up, uh, catching up with friends, you know? So that's, that's an example of integration where you can go a little bit deeper, but yeah. I love that. I love that. So are you, uh, are you married? Do you have children? So <laughs> that's another story. I was married. I'm divorced. Uh, I married the wrong person. Uh, she married me because she wanted to stay in America and uh, got her green card and then she walked out on us. Oh man, Life. sorry sorry to hear that. That's okay. Life happened for you, not to you. So what I learned right. from that is don't trust anybody too fast, too soon, right? And the second thing is I am very excited to look forward to my future wife, right? That's going to love God and that really love me for who I am. Uh, and there's a lot of things that I learned through that as well. And I wasn't the, the right person at that time, I, I attracted her because I was a mess, right? I got a lot better now. So, yeah, I, I love the ownership. I love the accountability, the the realization that like, hey, you know, th this, this is my, it was my choice, my mess, you know, and, and, and that you've learned from it. How, how old are you now, Dr. Chow? I'm 38. 38 years 38. old. So, <laughs> so 30, 38 years old, you've got, you know, the life by the horns. 
what's next for you? What is pushing you and motivating you and getting you out of bed every single day? What are some of the big goals that you're chasing? Absolutely. The big goal is helping 1 million families get financial freedom. I did say families for a reason, because I believe the devil is attacking the family unit. And that is the biggest reason why, where we are today, right? So as long as I can help the whole family come together, and it just takes one in the family to change the whole family and change the whole generation. So are you the one, right? I'm the one, definitely. Chris is the one, for sure. So I'm changing the one, but I'm also changing the whole family as well, bringing them on by giving scholarships to kids under, like teenager under 20. They can get my, uh, all my students get to bring anybody in their family to the events, whatever, to learn. As long as they are below 20 years old, free scholarship, right? Stuff like that that I can do. Um, so I look That's forward awesome. to that. And also I look forward to be, uh, you know, to grow more, learn more and become have like a billion followers, but not just for the followers sake, but really to change their lives. That way I can help 1 million families get financial freedom and leave a legacy. So the word is our playground and love is our legacy is what we learned from Tony Robbins. I love that. I love that. I love the focus of of the family because as as you stated, you know, much of the issues that we have in today's society is because of the deterioration of the family. And so focusing like reestablishing the family and what it stands for and and who we are like like and turning turning ourselves to God, like that is that is the key to really turning society around and the fact that you are doing it within your business. I applaud you. Uh, congratulations, uh, Dr. Chow. What, uh, so obviously you have a lot to value and a, and a lot, uh, of value to give where, where's the best way to, to find you on social media? Where should uh, my listeners turn to you? Yes. So you can find me at Dr. Chow BNB right here, uh, on Instagram, TikTok. um, you know, or Dr. Chow Ong, you can Google me, Dr. Chow BNB or Dr. Chow Ong, O-N-G. Uh, and then as a gift to the listener, DM me in any of the social media or a link in bio. I will give you an hour consultation for my top advisor, literally an hour. And it's, they literally want to know everything you got going on and devise a game plan for you and see how we can help you to get you that financial freedom within months. And we show you exactly every step of the way as well. That's super valuable, like over a thousand dollars of consultation, giving it for free for the listeners. So take advantage of that, guys. Do yourself a favor and uh, just take this next step. So that way, 2024 will be your best year ever yet, right? So what always take is a commitment. Grant Cardone told me, I was like, what's three key success? He said, number one, commitment. Number two, what are you willing to give up? to get with you where you want to go. In order for you to get to that place, that chair where, where you are sitting, you got to give up, give up another chair, right? You have to give it up in order for you to get there. And then number three, you take massive action and just never give up. So I encourage you to do that for you, your family today and book that call. I'd love to see you on the inside. Awesome, awesome. I think that is such an incredible gift to the audience. Thank you. So in the show notes, you'll you'll see a uh, a link to his social media profile. So you said the best way is just to DM you directly on Instagram. Yes. Awesome. And Thank and he will set you up. Whatever. Yeah. 
Awesome. He'll set you up with that free hour long consultation. I think that is like one of the most valuable gifts that anybody can receive because, you know, financial freedom is literally just a few actions away for anybody that's either owns a business or trying to create more financial freedom within being an employee or whatnot. So, so thank you so much before, before we, uh, 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 cut out, what are some of the, so you've talked about Tony Robbins, you've talked about Grant Cardone, who are some of your other mentors or books that have drastically changed your life? And can you give us some recommendations? Yes, absolutely. So Sir Richard Branson has been absolutely tremendous. Uh, he created like the group of elders who are solving the world's biggest problem. And I was able to spend time like three days uh, with him at his home. Uh, with the, the top world changer. So I highly recommend him. Uh, amazing, amazing people. Um, you know, and then, of course, I'm very inspired by all kinds of new businesses that are popping up. Oh, I think I think and grow rich has always been like a stable, Classic. you know, business Bible, basically, <laughs> for me. Um, so anything Napoleon Hill, I recommend. Oh, Nightingale, Bob Proctor. Uh, those are the people. Oh, Joe, o, Joe Osteen, if you're looking for a pastor at church, and also even just the self development. I mean, Joe Osteen is really, really amazing. He got the biggest church in the world, and uh, I love him. Uh, so yeah, those are some resources, and there's always there's always more popping up. But the key here is skip a meal, but don't skip self development. I love that. That is, that is great advice. Skip a meal, but do not skip self-development. You heard it here first from Dr. Chong. Thank you so much for your time today. We know it's extremely valuable for all the wonderful knowledge that you've dropped. Go ahead and give Dr. Chong a follow uh, and we'll see him on the other side until next time. Ooh. Ooh.